2: El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast
1: favorita. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered. At totalwine.com.
3: All right, you guys, the fall has fallen. Oh. It is now fall this mm. week. Ooh. Wow, already? Yeah. Wow. So pumpkin spice is back, no. y'all. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys, what is something that you'd like to see pumpkin spice flavored? I'll go first cuz I'll say this. I think it'd be nice to have pumpkin spice condoms.
4: Wow, you still use those?
3: No, <laughs> but I think it'd still be nice.
4: <laughs> Edgar, hey get that pumpkin spice condom right now, y'all. I don't want the I'm hungry.
5: F- I didn't want the mint flavor. I want the pumpkin spice.
4: It'd be nice
3: to, uh, you know, jack-off lantern. Did that work? No? Alright, it didn't work. Uh, you have to Alright, friend!
2: Oh um a pumpkin you know, I'm thinking about a pumpkin spice uh Avichola con dulce Okay. Oh. Right. I'm gonna check with the lady on 183 in St. Nicholas. Right. Yeah, Mike, that's why Mike I got Mike like fifteen pounds overweight one time. I'm no. gonna go check up with her. Three weeks in a row with that <laughs> shit. Wow, that's
3: a strategy. <laughs> Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, who's next
2: jamie I, I think you're next i
5: don't know maybe like a pumpkin spice girl uh, uh. Uh, that would be funny in 94
2: but uh. we're right now in
4: 2019 well i didn't know what to say uh, anyway mike well i'm a mofongo head i don't know if you know what that means but i would like nope. to have a pumpkin spice mofongo mm. i think would do really
5: well at mofongo house so that's just me you should go to shark tank with that it's the
3: podcast
4: It's great to see these two combination here. You're back together. And the seating arrangement works. You two are both to each other,
5: you know, perfectly. It
6: feels so good.
3: Feels so good to be next to Frank. You don't understand. It's like I, I don't know. I could launch a cannon right
5: now. Okay. The openings weren't the same without you two in the same room. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah.
5: That doesn't sound. That sounds kind of dirty, but you know. What <laughs> <laughs> the opening was not the same with you two.
4: Speaking mm. of
3: opening, what's up, everybody? Mm. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, episode okay. one. One, ocho, one
6: eighteen.
4: We're okay.
5: still keeping count. I feel like I lost. Count. You know,
4: I, a,
3: I read an
5: article
4: about this. I think it's what the done. article say. The article says you don't need to do uh, numbers anymore.
3: Are you, you just, kidding? No. It's the
4: title of the show, and that's it. No one's like, oh, let me look at one seventeen.
3: We need it's to just, ask the boom. listeners. Listeners, yeah. what do you think?
6: Back. Should
3: we stop with the numbers and just call it the title?
6: Hmm. Yeah. Or
3: do we still intro the show by saying episode X Y Z? Well, it wouldn't be X Y Z. It would be one two three.
4: Okay, okay. Interesting. All
3: right. Let us know at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a holler. Or you can email us. At, you can email us. Yeah. Should we tell? That's true. Email us.
5: Or you can just text Frank personally.
4: <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Frank will call you back. And ask you personally, You're yo. Gonna have to, yo. <laughs> if you really
3: want Frank's number, you have to listen to all the episodes. Because in one episode, he gives it away. Wow, good one, Ray.
5: Frank's just gonna start. He's in like a bowling, <laughs> a bowling retreat with all the all the listeners that like want to hang out with him and shit. No, no doubt, we, just, we all went bowling. It was great, yo. Like, <laughs> It all started with a phone call.
3: Yeah, and then there's like a fucking Frank Spiracy bus going out there, like a retreat <laughs> oh and my shit. God, a Frank Spiracy <laughs> retreat out in the, Edir- in the wow. Adirondacks. Oh,
4: shit. Wow. wow, Frank. All these ideas. You writing this down? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, you oh. better.
3: Well, hi, everyone. I'm back, and this is Rachel La Loca.
4: What's up? I'm Jay Fern.
3: No, you're not.
5: How you doing? I'm uh, Juan Bago. <laughs>
2: You guys are crazy. Okay. This is Frank Nibs.
3: Yes, son. <laughs> Yo, did you cheat, you Is that outdated anymore? Well, well Tibby, what's a good call? Like call? I don't know. Thunder. Avengers. As-
5: <laughs> Avengers assemble. Yeah. <laughs> you know I don't watch. I know, but it. that's a good one, right? <laughs> a
3: thunder, 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 thunder. Cats? Hose! Where my hose
4: at? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? Like, Why would you even? I went with it. Sorry.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're back. How do we kick this off? Well, let's
4: kick it off by why weren't you here last week? Right. That's what I want to know. There (laughs) were rumors that it was because you were so mad about the sound effects in the opener.
5: But the truth is, you had a gig. We call that Farmgate now. (laughs) Yeah, it's
4: hashtag Farmgate. Farmgate. The truth
3: is, the truth is. They both happen to work in tandem, you okay. know? So I got booked to be an award presenter at a, at a wonderful fashion and entrepreneurship event at Baruch College. Question. Sure. Do you have a
4: separate resume for that? Like a, like a resume? I have a whole reel.
3: You have a whole reel of <laughs> yeah. introducing Award presenting award reels. Award presenting? Yeah. Specifically for
5: fashion entrepreneurial <laughs> awards.
3: <laughs> That's like one chapter of the reel. Yeah. There's also a pharmaceutical chapter. Uh, I'm good at presenting pharmaceutical awards. Holler at me. Bristol Myers Squibb. So anyway, I was presenting an award to none other than pioneer and amazing comedian Kiki Melendez oh. it was like a lifetime achievement award and I have to say toot toot that was my horn I wrote a really good presenting speech it was quick succinct to the point I basically told her and everyone in the audience that I've heard Kiki Melendez's name for so long from a very well-known casting director here Elsie Stark mm. every time I would see this woman she would say you gotta meet Kiki Melendez mm. in her Jewish queen's voice you gotta meet Kiki you're a Remind me so much of Kiki Melendez. <laughs> and so I'm like, what the? F-? fuck with this Kiki Melinda so I googled and learned more about her and I'm like this woman is the truth yeah. so I got to present an award to her and I will say Kiki has played a big part in me even conceptualizing the hilarious show
4: mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, Exclusive. Nice.
3: I feel like people like Kiki do things and then they give us a legacy that certain ones of us the select ones have to take the torch and also keep going mm. so there we go
4: Rachel, um, my question to you is: Here
3: um, we go. You have another one.
4: Yes, I do. Which line do you really feel so confident about that you pulled off when you were presenting her? Like, do you have a line you're like,
3: "Ooh,
5: that was so good"? Like the pause for
4: effect line. Yeah, yeah, Did that was with
3: that? the female show thing. Yeah, that's where I really went for the jugular there. That's when I took the pregnant pause. Mm. Yeah,
6: mm. <laughs> and I,
3: I even closed it. I was like. You're an inspiration.
6: Nice. And I felt like, it. Didn't oh, you
3: just feel that right now? Don't lie. All it. you motherfuckers felt it. I felt it. If yes. you didn't feel it, holler <laughs> at us. And we are Latinos out there. <laughs> Yo, whatever.
6: <laughs> this
2: shameless plug
3: episode.
2: Don't it's call like, me. <laughs> we have a new term. website.
3: Go to our website. <laughs> Yo, we do have a new website, though. I hope y'all like are going to it. And it's shit. really
5: beautiful. It's gorgeous. If it's you like sexy. our website, contact us. Let us know. <laughs> At we
3: are Latinos out loud. <laughs> Yo, we are. I mean, is it honest to say that I wouldn't say it's an addiction, but we are very engaged with our DMs. Is mm. that are we in agreement on Instagram? Oh Yes, you know you're engaged with those. DMs. Our
4: new intern is the one that's engaged. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh. we're
3: engaged. So DM us. Melody,
4: the intern, is engaged. Melody's those.
3: engaged, but just know the light's always yeah. on. Someone is always there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, fans uh, or listeners, you can DM us at three in the morning. So I'll will be get there sometimes. Some <laughs> will will get back to you.
3: I'll be there right? like four thirty a.m. at times, looking for shit.
5: You <laughs> will at least get an emoji back. <laughs> I don't know what emoji, but something will right, happen. Speaking of
4: inspirations yeah. you have a show coming up yeah called um...
3: what is it called?
4: Uh, hilarious Is it Hilarious? It's it,
3: not about a mountain race. Uh,
4: it's the, the Himalayas. The Himalarius the Himalayas. show, right? Correct?
3: It's not called that. Okay. There's nothing him about it, actually. Okay.
6: Ooh. Uh. It's
3: all about her, uh-huh. and it's called The hilarious Show, formerly known as Comedy Ooh-hoo. Derail. Ooh. They're back. We are back in our fourth installation. <laughs> wow. This is something I am so passionate about. Those that know me know that I work on this tirelessly. Because of the passion I have for it, and the need that I have in my head to move the needle on the underrepresentation of females in comedy. Mm.
2: I saw your live this week. It was off the chain. So yeah, you guys Hive were doing live.
3: My story, Frank. Instagram, Instagram story. story, yeah,
2: story. My
4: story. Right, right. My bad. Yo, uh, I saw your Facebook uh, <laughs> live. <laughs> really good, really good, really good. I saw good.
3: you on LinkedIn live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I oh, wasn't, you, Frank. You
5: ladies looked like you were having a very good time. Yeah, you look like you were doing like a like a Cosmo photo shoot. Yeah, is yeah. that is that a
4: What was the food that was being served there?
3: There was no food. Oh, okay. It looked
2: like a very professional shoot. It looked like there was food there. You ladies looked like you were telling, like someone was telling. You guys telling were very comfortable with Right, each the other. poses were on point. Rachel looked,
5: had like some poses I'd never seen
4: her
2: do yeah, before. Yeah, I've known you for
4: 19 years. I've never seen those poses You're before, taking it a step Rachel. up, Rachel. I got What give can
3: it to I you. say? I'm a new wow. woman. <laughs> No, listen, first of all, I loved hearing everything you guys fathomed in your head and all the conclusions you drew from seeing our Insta stories, which I'm sure you enjoyed. Yes. I know Frank and I'm really glad you did because it was a professional shoot so shout out to the photographer Heather Singerland she is a professional photographer she gathered us all in Williamsburg in this beautiful apartment it was gorgeous a lot of
4: plants Uh, plants
3: and a hairless cat which I've never seen before I'm convinced it was a gerbil I have no (laughs) it was not a cat it was
2: a squirrel
4: maybe it
3: was maybe a guinea pig or some sort of rodent it was certainly not (laughs) it was hairless and everybody was obsessing over it. Frank was like, I want to
4: cook it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, it was great. We had a lot of Austin Powers moments, like one oh million dollars, you know, with the hairless cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that was freaky. That's
5: oh, and wow. hair. And that kind it. Oh, I don't like those That's cats. That's hairlarius. Those
4: hairless
2: cats. Oh, wow, Jamie.
4: No? So
3: her Larious was <laughs> was gathered there nice. and it was crazy because we basically spent the whole day together, which was beautiful.
6: Yeah. We
3: were together in the morning for this photo shoot. And then we had lunch together because we had a show later on that night. We did the pop show with Z-Way Famudo. Oh, I love that show. That's writer amazing. from Jesus and Mero. Right. Mm-hmm. Supporting my girl Z-Way. So we basically spent the day together. We stumbled upon some like state park which was yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, I saw you guys
2: hanging out overlooking the water. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. We gonna have to talk no about thing. the BTS that you shot on your Insta stories that Frank told me about that I was doing a yeah, certain yeah, yeah, activity yeah. on the rocks you
6: got yeah, Yaya can't
4: help it. Yeah. Yaya is like the first human I know is connected to Instagram Story. It's never disconnected.
3: I think she's sponsored by Instagram Story. I think that's her deal.
4: I think her brain is connected to Instagram Story. Feature-length. Feature-length film. Instagram Story. Instagram Story was like, all right, enough. We get it, all right. Thank you for using us.
3: She does tell a good story, and that's why she's one of the cast members in the next her Larry oh.
4: oh. Amazing segue, Rachel. You
3: don't think I was born for yeah. this?
4: yeah. You don't?
3: Don't listeners, you don't,
5: listeners, you don't know the backstory of that, but yes, amazing job, Rachel. <laughs> These are hilarious cast announcements. I, I, they're more like, I look forward to them more than the Dancing with the Stars.
3: You do? Yeah. Wait, Dancing with the Stars? You be like that?
5: Like No, nah, I don't really watch that, but I like to see like what celebrities decided to be on the show. So this is kind of the same thing, right? But like on another level. Well,
4: are you going to do it in alphabetical order or just random? This yeah.
3: is no order okay Mm. this is so order
5: of who's funniest go okay go okay
3: jamie stop it you're such an insta-hater oh
4: that's a great has that been trademarked
3: no i just made it up in my head is that good
4: really good write that down insta-hater you better not fucking steal it audience all right i'm on the phone with my lawyer it's too late
3: (laughs) all right (laughs) here we go all right you guys Here is the roster for The Hilarious Show happening on October 12th at the Triad Theater. Get your pens out. If you want to do a voice memo of this, that's cool. Listeners, Mm.
4: instantly follow them on Instagram. We have a
3: new Instagram page, and guess where those professional photos are going to be unveiled? Your page. On our Instagram page. So go to The Hilarious Show on Instagram. Without further ado.
4: I'm nervous. Here
3: we go. I'm just going to do a quick, Quick thing here, okay. Mm-hmm. So Adrian inicello is on the characters welcome team at UCB. Mm. Check. Mm. I am Black Rose. Ba-na. We'll be doing stand up. She's wow. funny. Carmen Mendoza, oh, never, friend to the never room.
4: Never heard of her. Never no. heard of her. <laughs>
3: doing sketch. More stand up by the fabulous Glory Mora.
4: Oh, oh I-, I troll her too much. Apologize for me. I, <laughs> all I do is troll her on. Go ahead and media.
3: apologize to her. Sorry, Glory. Okay, that was beautiful That's great, that was nice Alright, and my Jew sister from another Mr. Oh, yeah. hi, I'm Haley Raphael Ooh, happy yeah. belated birthday yes. yes, she just had a big birthday From Slap Nuts Comedy, Excuse Julie me? Tran Ooh. Excuse me, what? Ooh. From wow. Slap Nuts Comedy, okay. Julie Tran Okay Yep, and formerly of Room 28 And Orange is the New Black, Karina Ortiz wow. What? Wow. Oh my God, she's back Jamie's head just exploded Somebody <laughs> call the paramedics <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> That was a head explosion moment.
5: Oh uh, Yes, it was. Karina. I wasn't expecting that.
3: <laughs> My girl.
5: And I totally didn't read this list beforehand, so I wasn't expecting that. One of that. the yeah. original
3: <laughs> cast members of Room 28. I know. OG.
2: OG. 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 Yeah. Back in the days.
3: Laura Michelle, writer wow. for UCB. Okay. One of the most talented writers I've ever seen.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Ever. Miss Yaya, okay? Yaya. Oh. I feel like
5: we spoke about her already. Latin
3: Grammy-nominated yes. Miss Yaya. So if I, if
5: I can't see the show, I could just watch the whole thing on
2: her Instagram stories, <laughs> <Seriously>? right? <Yeah. laughs>
3: She's going to be busy in the show.
2: Yeah. That's true. But she All always right. puts it on the, the Insta Insta lives. Always. Okay, uh, I, got,
3: I got three more for your asses. Woo. All right? Actually, four more. Oh, yeah,
2: just added.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of somebody. She's in. She's in the show.
3: I met her in the elevator coming up here. I felt her passion for comedy, and I asked her to be down. She said yes. All right. So, doing stand-up. I'm just going to hit you with two names at once.
6: Oh, boy. Both
3: of them doing stand-up. Sasha Mercy, Suni Reyes.
6: Whoa. Oh. Okay?
3: Sasha Mercy. Suni Reyes, who's also going to direct some sketches. And now, I have something new for your asses as well. Because, you know, I'm evolving this brand. Dang, in case absolutely you didn't take no. no.
4: We noticed. I'm stack. listening
3: to the feedback, and I'm mm. implementing. And one of the categories is supporting actors, where I'm literally putting these two girls on a stage for the first time. Oh, wow. We're giving them, like, one-liners in a few sketches. Still. And they are pursuing comedy and or show business. One mm. of them is did, a UCB student. Did they win a contest? They didn't. Well, yes, they got to know me.
5: Ooh, that is a contest. Yeah. That is. That yeah. is not
3: easy. Check the rules of the Get regs. to know the real
4: Rachel is not easy.
3: Right. So, shout out to Morshida Kabir Ooh. and to my girl, Catherine. I forget your last name. Okay. I'm sorry. But, Catherine, my homegirl, I met her on set for West Side Story and I saw the drive and I'm like, I have a stage that you could be on. And if you're a woman out there also looking to do comedy, don't be shy. Hit, Hit her me up. Up. Hit her up. Slide in my DM. You know Have what I mean. Have coffee with
4: you. Get to know you. Mm-hmm. Go like on a campfire. No. And then boom. It's
3: it's Send me your reel because the thing is we need real people in this show.
4: Real mm. people.
6: Wow. You send like your real to be today? real. Oh, man. Rachel. Gotta
3: keep it real. Because this is a professional show, yeah. we're we're making money, mm-hmm. and this is for people that are pursuing this as a living,
6: mm-hmm. and
3: we need to empower each other and lift each other up. So please come to the show, whether you want to be an audience member or a prospective cast member. It's October 12th at the Triad Theater, and you can get tickets by going to thehilariousshow.eventbrite.com. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it clearly without Juan Bago mumbling over it. The Hilarious Show... Dot eventbrite.com. See, I inserted a pause for you. The hilarious the show. Dot eventbrite.com. Thank you for your time. Woo! How exciting you guys. And
4: on that note. wait. And on that note, it's time for the Pachincha pie. I've <finds chega> been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. So I've been, I been waiting all day.
6: I've been waiting I all day. I've
4: been waiting all night. I've been
6: waiting
4: all day. I've been
5: waiting all Howdy, y'all. Hey, hey
2: Jamie.
5: How y'all doing? How it, yeah. We're good. Absolutely. Look at
3: you. All
5: grown up. All grown up? All grown up. Okay. Guys. Yes. First bite today, it's very controversial, okay? Mexican rainbow haired rapper Takashi69. He testified, aka snitched, mm. against members of the Nine Trey Bloods gang. Oh,
6: shit. Yes. That's a good name for a gang. I like that. Yo, wow. gangsta. i uh, <laughs> so gangsta. <laughs> I interned for like three months. Oh, uh, like for real? Too, too much for yeah. Too much. I didn't much. realize they had
3: internship positions. They do have
4: internships in
5: gangs. They follow they me on LinkedIn. Well. They follow me on LinkedIn.
3: Um, <laughs> you have to send me the group.
5: Yeah. It's like, yo, you got a pretty good resume, bro. <laughs> I like Wait, that. Like uh, The gang is in Brooklyn, not in freaking Cali. Bro. He's Mexican though, right? All right. Get okay. It. Um, anyways, so he snitched against his gang. Ooh. So he wouldn't have to serve a minimum of forty seven years in prison. Damn, so he yabble. did it. So this this is just in time for Latino Heritage Month, too. <laughs> um oh my God. Thank you, Takashi, uh for being a role model. Uh So, Sakashi, look, he became a gang member in 2017. Yeah, And he took part in, like, awful crimes, including assault, abuse, (laughs) torture, and that was just with his music. Um, (laughs) Hey, yo, ho, ho, hey, ho. (laughs) Um, And, look, he was not shy with naming names in court either, all right? He Hmm. snitched on gang members, rappers, and about a dozen face tattoo artists, right? Because, um... (laughs) Fun fact, one of the rappers he snitched out was Cardi B. Yeah. He shouted no. his. She put out a statement. She put out a statement saying, I will see you in
6: a court.
5: <laughs> so it didn't work the second time it's either. Very hard. Moving <laughs> on. So, I can't. I wanna know, guys, um yeah. have have you ever had to snitch yeah. to get out of trouble Ooh. ever Ooh. in your life? Even like when you were like a little kid? That's
3: a great question. Frank? Yeah.
2: Yo, Frank! I'm I'm heights all day. Uh Manolito, I used to steal the uh the cable upstairs, and my building always told me snitches get stitches. Yo. So from when I was six, when we used to steal the cable, he used to always tell me that. So in the hood, I was, you know, I was born and bred with that, man.
5: So you were the one who coined that phrase? You no, no, the Manolito, the super, he
2: used to steal the su- <laughs> He used to steal the cable for the building. Yeah. And he used to steal the cable. He always told me, Hey kid, snitches get stitches. So how old were you I was like 6 or 7. Oh yeah. Wow. some great okay. advice at that age. To, yeah, he used to show me how to yeah. how to, you know, how to steal the cable. I don't know if you guys remember. Not me, that. I snitched.
4: Look, so my kid So my siblings were <laughs> wow. like 10, I, 11. I not
3: see that about you.
4: My siblings were 10, 11, 12 years younger than me, so anytime that anything happened, I knew that they wouldn't be able to like express themselves. Right. So I broke a window one time wow. and my and my sister Miguelina was like 3. <laughs> who are they going to believe? I was like, "Yeah, that was Miguelina right there, you And three you were the you, you were the, the like, oldest well, one. Who you going to believe? Yeah. I was like, yo, she yeah, did it. You always wow. got to
5: blame the younger sibling, right? Absolutely. Um,
3: yeah, I don't know if this... She had to pay for uh, it, too. Damn.
5: Like, ten years later. So they beat her ass? Yeah,
3: Mom, yeah she was yeah. working at three. How she have money to pay for it? No, she had to pay it ten years later. Oh, got um. it. I don't know how the rules work in your Connecticut household. But I don't know if this is considered snitching. Yeah. But don't But I... I swear, like, I don't even have vivid memories of this, but, like, we used to hang out at this playground and, like, do our high school stuff, drugs, drink Zimas, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow.
4: <laughs> D- wow. Dating yourself. Wow, wow. Zima? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bartles and James. Say now,
4: It's called Claws now, so go
3: ahead. Perfect. So we be there sipping our Zimas and shit, and like I don't know why I went away, but I went away for a few minutes with my homegirl, Joanna, and while we went away, I guess we were going to my car to get something, all of our friends got handcuffed by the police. Oh, my God. And we just stood there, and I kind of felt snitchy, because I'm like, what do I do? So I go over there and get handcuffed, like, hey, I'm with them too, officer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, officer, you forgot about me here. Right. Yeah, yeah. go.
3: Excuse me, officer Kropke, you may want to put those on my wrist. <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah. So we just kind of stood there. Luckily, they didn't get arrested or anything, but they were taken to the precinct. And they were like don't fucking hang out in the plague. You know, they gave us the pow. They both well, they gave them the pow. Um,
5: their phone not- call, their one phone call was to you. It was like Rachel, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You were looking right at me and you couldn't do anything.
3: I was getting paged 911, and I was like, I don't even know what to pa- do with this right wow, now. Wow,
5: Pager Zima's. Shit, this okay, is like wow. a time machine type story. I'm truthful um, about
3: my shit.
5: <laughs> welcome to the 90s, <laughs>
3: um,
5: guys. Next bite: a pa- oh. a painting of Channing Tatum's scrotum. Damn. Sold for more than six thousand dollars on eBay. That's it. So I guess we could start calling him Channing Scrotum, right? Um, Makes sense. <laughs> I want to know who drew this picture. Magic Michelangelo? Like what oh.
6: the fuck? <laughs> 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 Look,
5: I want to know what body part of your favorite celebrity, Mike. What body part of your favorite celebrity would you want to own a picture of? Well, mm. now that I use Manscaped,
4: Ooh. I'll probably use my own scrotum now too. It's Wait, nice and shiny. What? Whoa! Okay. Manscaped. Oh. tell oh. us more. We'll
5: find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll t- find out more later. More later. But uh,
4: I'm good with my scrotum too. You know, I have a birthmark in there, so you know. It, Oh Can't get be confused. Okay, well, thank you for that this mental.
5: Thank, thank you, you so for that much. mental image. Thank you for Absolutely. that mental image. Um, wow, man. Really regret uh, doing that bite. <laughs> Last bite, <laughs> guys. Uh, a third of Americans incorrectly believe you can get a sexually transmitted disease, Facts. short STD for short, mm. uh, from a public toilet seat. Damn. All right, not not even the toilets in the Port Authority can give you shit. And Damn. I've tried. Believe <laughs> That's it, a lie. I tried. <laughs> That's
3: a fucking lie. Sure <laughs> get out of here.
5: But look, I think we are. All, I think we're all trained to be paranoid, right? To, to not sit on public toilet seats. My mother always used to scare me. Right. Mira, nena, don't get on that toilet. You're gonna get ass herpes. <laughs> What do you put toilet paper around it? Uh, I put Jamie? I put my I get tissue paper. Right. I get like ten, wow. and I start yeah. like I'm like a waiter setting a table. <laughs> I'm like I don't even like. I don't even like to push the flush button with my finger.
4: Like cloth
3: I'm, napkin. Wait, wait, wait. I do wait, wait. like.
5: I, you use your foot. You, you do all that to pee
4: sitting down? No. That's a little too much, bro. Uh, no, no, this is you for pee
3: any. sitting down.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: what?
5: Hey, you take baths, so That's,
4: you know you, you a, pee
3: <laughs> sitting down in the bath.
5: <laughs> you can't jump to just because I take baths doesn't mean I pee sitting down. No. <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to sit, so I present, my toilet is, my toilet looks like I'm like trying to be romantic with it and shit, like I put, I put towels down, I got like a rose in the middle of the, the, in the water, I just put a rose there, rose petals leading to the toilet. (laughs) What? Um... I don't know. I mean, am I the yeah. only one that gets paranoid with the well, toilet?
4: Well, look, my grandma uh, from DR, she had a latrina, and she said she caught she caught an STD. So, Damn. you know, from the latrina. So, well, also like,
6: you're
5: shouting out your aunt's STD right now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> sure, she's gonna wow. love. Sure, she's gonna love
0: that.
4: She don't know what a podcast is. She's like 93, so it's like whatever <laughs> <Damn>. for her. <laughs> oh, Shout out wow. to Francia. Shout <laughs> out. Wow. Yo, what's
5: up, Francia? That's the bites for uh, for this week. Yeah.
4: It's time for the fake news now. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held
6: by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live
0: from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiritson News with Frank Nibs. Hello,
2: folks. Hi, Frank. Frank. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Frank.
3: Great, Frank.
2: Hey, Rachel. Great to see you again. I miss you.
3: I missed you so much. Yeah,
2: Rachel. I got a good one for you this week.
3: I'm ready.
2: Oh, boy. Listen, I'm going (laughs) to disclose. (laughs) Oh, boy. The worst thing
3: uh, you could have done is put us both on this couch next to one another. It's just uh, a hype man and a hype woman on a couch. Oh,
2: boy. I got a good one for you guys. Maybe some of you millennials don't remember this. This was 33 years ago. Okay, and it's called the Space Shuttle Deception of
3: 1986. Ooh, I think like, we need music there. Dun, dun, yeah.
2: dun. This was a very traumatic experience that happened, I mean, to me personally, and to a lot of people, because this was supposed to be the first time a woman teacher was going to be in space. Okay, and they promoted this for over a year, and teachers actually like, gave an application in on who was going to be the first woman teacher in space. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so, on the day of almost every student was in front of a TV. They used to roll these TVs into school or they put you in an auditorium. So, everybody yes. was on the TV when this space shuttle went up. And unfortunately, when it went up, it exploded. Oh, and it was a oh, horrible yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. But listen, I got some good news, guys. I've been, I found out that. You've been investigating? Yes. There oh. were, the astronauts were not actually in the space shuttle when it blew up. And they've been found to be alive. What? Six of, six of the seven are to be alive. So the
5: teacher was the one that died? No. Really?
2: <laughs> no. She's God. still alive. She's still she's alive. She's alive. Yes, she's alive. Six of the seven astronauts are alive. It was all done. Uh, it was, you know, guys, look. I used to, I, I covered this in the lost episodes. There's no such thing of, of even ever going to the moon. Dios. It's all lies. Okay? Okay. And the reason this was done is because they were pushing the going out to Mars and the space program, and they needed to scale it back. And if you notice, we haven't gotten, supposedly, we haven't even gotten back to, Mar- to the moon or even try to go to Mars, okay? And that's 33 years ago. And by the way, this year was the 50th anniversary of us supposedly going to the moon. Yeah. So, wait, okay. it, was, it was
5: a hoax on purpose? Yes. So, did that guy, that, that person that died, didn't get the memo and shit? Like, it's, <laughs> no, it's like, he died. I mean, yo, don't get, get on that, on that ship. Don't
2: get on that ship. Too the, late. It's 11. a hoax. Look, look, guys, 85% of Americans knew about the disaster in the United States one hour after it happened. Yeah. This was the most watched space shuttle. Uh, launching ever can I okay? tell you something yes
3: I have vivid memories of being a first grader yes. and watching this live and then Thank all you. of the guidance counselors yes. coming the very next day and talking to us individually because we witnessed a disaster yes live. this was the natural ni- very true this was 11, this was
2: the 911 this was the 9 11. Of, like, millennials, this was my 9-11. We
3: had to do book reports about it. Yes. I'm, like, over this shit. Yes. Still having to do homework about it. I'm just kidding. Too soon? No. Yes. All right.
4: No, I was, a, I was like, six months at the time. I remember I was in the crib watching that. No. I was
2: yeah. super Mike, crazy, bro. Mike, this yeah, was real. okay, Mike. And, and and listen, guys, this was very promoted. Look, Krista McAuliffe was the first teacher that was supposed to be going into space, Okay. There was uh, one of uh, the other uh, females on it was supposedly going to be the first Jewish astronaut in space. Uh, there you go. There was an Asian guy. He was supposedly the first Asian in <laughs> space. Are we there space. yet? And there was also uh, an African-American I man. I way
3: faster route. Okay.
2: Listen, guys. How much is this costing me?
3: I have a toll-free route. You're not listening to me.
2: Guys. Oh, Mars is such poor lighting. Listen, guys. They've gone into Ancestry.com <laughs> and they've done a search. On all these astronauts, and they—that's all it took. <laughs> hold on, they can't listen to me, <laughs> and they can't find any of them on astronautsy. that they have passed away. They put the social security number, there's snapshots of it. You can do the—I mean, you can do the, the the research on YouTube, guys. This thing is like—I mean, it's it's amazing.
5: Oh, so are they in witness protection? Like Takashi Six no, Nine? No,
2: guys, I've oh. s- I send you the links. These guys—they—they they <laughs> found. Look, Kristin McAuliffe back. is a professor in Syracuse. Okay.
3: And has the same name.
2: Yes. And the same age. Did you get
3: a facelift?
2: No. And the same age? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, you could do the research. This is, I mean, look, this is real. And supposedly, two of the astronauts supposedly have Siamese twins. Oh, okay? Man. So they're supposedly alive. Guys, listen, I'm gonna leave this alone. This is a one on one if you ever hear Latinos out loud, because I've said this in the lost episodes. We've never gone to the moon. Okay? Oh. You can see these videos yeah. Apollo 11, 14, 12, and 8. All these astronauts have been asked, with a gentleman with a Bible in his hand, have they ever been on the moon? And they will not put their hands on the Bible and swear that they've been on the moon. But they were all atheists. Well.
5: No, I think one was Scientology. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, and I'm going to leave you guys with this. Take the name. Who was the first uh, astronaut on the moon, supposedly? Buzz Lightyear.
3: No, that's the guy from Toy Story. Oh,
2: the name, guys, the, Neil, Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. If you take the first name Neil and you take the na- last name Armstrong, you take the A from, uh, from Armstrong and you spell it backwards. It spells Alien, guys. What? Yes, and I said this in one of our lost episodes. Guys, wow, you Try fir- it. Try guys, Try it. guys, this li- I'm gonna leave you with this. This is a firmament, okay? We live in a, a, gla- a firmament, <laughs> and you see, that? you see it in the Disney. Just fuck
3: Mike. Just fuck it. If him. you ever see
2: a rainbow, it always goes. It always goes like a curvature. Uh-huh. Yeah. You never see a rainbow. I always say that when I see a rainbow. Right? We live in a curvature. We live <laughs> in a fishbowl. We live in a flat a earth. Okay, guys? <laughs> Truman Show? Yes. Very good, Mike. Thank you. Very good, Mike. Thank you. Guys, thank you very much, Rachel. Great to see you again. Great
3: to see you too, Frank. You Latino. never disappoint. You never thank you. disappoint.
2: Thank you, Rachel. Thank you very much, folks. Yes! Woo! Let's go.
4: Support from LOL comes from Manscaped, who yeah. is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Mm. Manscaped offers position engineer tools for your family jewels.
5: Yeah. I'm so glad Manscaped exists. Can I tell you? Because I used to try to manscape the old-fashioned way. What's that? <laughs> with scissors.
1: <laughs> what? Wow. And I'm
5: telling you, I almost Lorena bobbeded my Ouch. my air, my you know my member back in the day with and what? With these little scissors that I had in um, my bathroom. I, you look, know, and I have. I don't want. Pe- I don't want our audience to have these permanent scars that I have down there. Right. So that's why manscape. Yo, they've redesigned the electric trimmer. They're, look, they got this thing, they're Lawnmower 2.0. Yes. It has proprietary skin safe technology. So, this trimmer will nick or snag your nuts. Wow. You know,
4: Frank, remember that time we were shooting and you mm-hmm. were on set and you're yeah. like, yo, I got to trim my go- goatee? Right. Yeah, that trimmer, mm-hmm. my bad. Oh. I'm so sorry about that.
5: Damn! No wonder that chick said that smell like smelly balls. Well, now know.
4: with Manscaped, right. no more, bro. I'm gonna give you the Manscaped, and that's it, bro. Oh,
5: great. Yeah, because you don't have look. It doesn't make sense to put to use the same trimmer that you use on your face on your balls. That's true. All right, look, Manscaped. They have another thing called the Crop Preserver. Mm. What's that? An anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Wow. You know, because you already, look, you put deodorant on your armpits. So yeah. why are you not putting it on the smelliest part of your body? Bu- I mean, it's not the smelliest part of my body. I mean, I try to <laughs> it is for me. I try to wash, you know, <laughs> at least every other day. But, I mean, a lot of people, they need some deodorant on their balls. Mm. So, yo, look. Yeah. Get 20% off. Dang, that's good. Plus free shipping. With the code LOL at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is giving you the right tools for this particular job. You know what? Your balls will thank you. Yo, guys, get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOL at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code LOL. I'm already ahead
6: of you, bro.
3: All right, you guys. Now it's the time of the show where we interview... Someone amazing. I know I'm loud, but I'm just so excited because we love this guy. We have been, we'll get into it. We've been following him for so long and applauding from afar. And now he's here. He's Mm. a comedian. He's a genius. His name is Mark Vieira. Oh, yes. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast.
1: Latinos Out Loud that's me by the way uh, I'm a Latino out loud you, that's what why you I got think, the shirt
3: what do you think we thought of when we derived <laughs> the name we thought Mark Vieira what thought, is he what,
1: what would attract him to this show
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Latin. The title of the
4: podcast. He yes. is wearing a, a shirt Latino. co-
5: Latinos Out Loud. He's br- he came into it
1: with a t-shirt, right? That's it. You made it at home? I made it, yep.
3: I love <laughs> it. Oh, you have a screen press? Like, I took a
1: Hanes it? and I wrote Latinos Out Loud. <laughs>
3: In like puffy paint? Yeah. Do they still use that shit?
1: Yeah, I, but, and then I put sprinkles on it because I like <laughs> mine to, to glisten. R- rhinestones. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Th- these two together bling. are lethal. Bling.
5: It's bling. Bling? <laughs> Just let, let it run. My shit is bling, up. <laughs>
1: Yo, yeah, you blinked out right now, mom. No, you my blingy. <laughs> yes. But nobody see Juan Bago's shirt made out with la gallina de Conflay. <laughs> I know that <my> gallina, bro. <laughs> Conflay's the worst shit ever, and then you reminding me how bad it is. <laughs>
3: Damn, Bago, you take him he me some taking me? taking me.
1: Well, it's a parody. It's called <laughs> La Creta.
3: La <laughs> Creta. Okay.
1: It's right if you go like that. That's how you <laughs> sounded when you got to school after you ate Conflay in the morning. I, I pledge you
3: <laughs> This is what I was worried about because there's so much love in this room yeah, right now. So like, about. There's not going to be much structure to this interview. And guess what? I'm okay no, go with ahead. that. Do you, do you, stupid No, Mark. No, Mark. No, Mark. All right, Mark. We're not a papo
1: nuevo. Now Mark. she want to do an interview. you stop my boy. Ay, mira, Oprah. Go ahead. Mark. Ask questions. So, Mark, um,
0: you're five.
4: <laughs> Talk about how it was in your life when you were five years old. Go Ooh. Ooh,
3: good start. We're going way back. I kindergarten. Was, <laughs> when I, kindergarten. Go
4: ahead. Were you funny from
1: kindergarten? It was very gay.
3: What? I was...
1: Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you knew when you were five. Because I went... Okay, because when I went down the slide in the park where I lived, I used to go down with my ass out. Oh. So I knew. I knew that I just wanted to just slide it in. You know what I mean? So that
4: was,
6: that was
1: I was yeah. five. And, no, I'm kidding. All right, I'm kidding. It's going to be a great episode. No, no. Great episode. Foreshadowing, foreshadowing. I was, <laughs> who goes down the slide like down the, on the knees, backwards. Ow. You know, and you can hear it?
3: Ow, yeah, it I ain't down that'd the slide. that so painful.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. I didn't do that. Um.
3: Yo.
1: I was I was funny I was funny at five I was always making fun of things that I saw even as a kid, um, but I my my grandparents who uh, who raised me they were very funny both of them so I owe a lot of my my comedy in general to the both of them because I, I mean my mom as well but I was around my grandparents more but they allowed me to be funny at, at as a kid because I was I was good at uh, like imitating. Everything that I saw, it's the it's the gift that I that mm-hmm. I use now, while I when I'm doing stand up. So I was just a funny little kid, man. I would watch stuff on TV, um, Robin Williams or whoever was on, and I was just imitating it. You know what I mean? A family member would come over and they would leave, and I would imitate them. So I was just always <laughs> going at juego. I was always in trouble for that, <laughs> you know. I used to be like, I man, D talks like that, yo. What time we gonna go? Like I was... you know, because I had a the of smoke. She still, man, she, man, that bitch. Had a deep voice since I met that bitch. You know? uh, she she sounded more like my like my uncle, but she was my tia. Just, Pero cómo está?
6: Ay, tú estás grande ahora. I was
1: like, yo, who is this bitch, yo? But um, so I was always I was always doing that. I was always in trouble. But they, I, they laughed and then I got in trouble. Like they would laugh hysterically and then I got in, you know. better <laughs> cuarto, So I used to go in the room and be like, damn man, I gotta fucking turn the TV off, you know. So I was always in trouble because of, because of, because of my my creativity. It's weird, but you know mm-hmm. now. You, you, I look back and I'm like, wow, I get paid for this shit now <laughs> before. And you think I um, made That's like a good
3: segue out. from my first question, actually, Go is ahead. how and when did you realize you can make a career out of this? Mm. Mm. Um about a week ago, I
1: realized <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the first check that came this week. Yeah, they, too, they it, paid cleared. me from Gotham Comedy Club seventy five dollars <laughs> and I was like, Yo yeah. seventy <laughs> five. Seventy five dollars? Yo could do shit. Um You know what what's funny, man? Uh you know, you get paid a little bit here and there. You never realize that you could make a career until you until you stop working. And this is all that you have. You know, now eleven years I've depended on comedy for every meal. And that's a big deal to me, man. I've I've made no money no other way except making people laugh for the last eleven years. That's crazy, man. That's that's, that's crazy to me. Be like, you, oh,
3: applaud. This joke, yeah. this, applaud that
1: this joke
5: right here is the reason we do, didn't stay tonight. Okay. Yeah.
4: Do you still remember that moment? That moment
1: where you're like, I'm out. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working a a, a job that, you know, that I, I liked at one time and then it just it just got you know, they wanted me to do more and not pay me and then I was like, "Yo, I'm overwhelmed." They wanted me there 12 hours a day minimum.
3: Could you tell us what it was?
1: Yeah, I worked at uh, St. Barnabas Hospital, and mm-hmm. I used to be the director of three different services. Wow. And then uh, and then they want me to they wanted me to take on more shit. And I was like, "Hold on, you didn't pay me for the other time that you added mm-hmm. another service and another service." And uh, you know what I mean? And so I was I needed the job. I had a fam, you know, had a family. I just bought a house. I was like, "How do I you can't leave your job for comedy. There's nothing there. But then I, they wanted. They were really pushing me so hard.
5: Were you like a Patch Adams, where like, you like used to like heal people through comedy? Like, yeah, I like
1: used that? to. I yeah. exactly. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no. yeah, yeah. I used to. Was <laughs> like, a two story. They used to pay me there to make people laugh. You know, because that's all I did all day. Outside of my my responsibilities, I was always, wow. you know, doing it. But I, then at night, I, I felt like it was like the the truth. I'm gonna tell the truth how i felt back then and how i feel when i in hindsight i felt like superman and clark kent mm. you understand yeah. cuz superman was superman in real life and he had to disguise himself right to fit in mm-hmm. that's how i felt like at that stupid fucking job yeah. mm-hmm. i used to wear the khaki pants with the cheap shoes right and yeah. the fucking ugly I, I was i was overweight i was 260 something pounds wow. i felt like shit inside i felt look i felt like i looked like shit on the outside and so i was you know i was like f- Coming down on myself real hard, and I was like, nah, I gotta change this shit. And the comedy was saving me. It was saving me. Every night I did comedy, it saved me a little bit, a little bit. And then finally I said, Man, fuck f- 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 this day job shit. Mm. And one day to other, I was like, I ain't doing I'm not coming back. And I didn't go back. And I never went back. Isn't that crazy? Never that is went back. So
3: touching. That's
1: yeah. yeah. So I was just like, I'm not doing amazing. this. And uh, I gotta be honest, I tell young comics. If any of them listen or if anybody wants to try comedy, you know, the only time comedy respects you is when you respect it. Mm. And, um, you know, when I gave comedy and when I, I had that conversation with comedy, with the comedy gods, I say, and I said, if you look out for me, I will fucking be the best at this shit. I will work to be the best. And I swear to God, I've that's all I've done, man. When you see me on stage, you know. Some shit's about to go down. You know what I mean. So I, I pride myself on that. Mark, Always. Did you ever have like a,
4: a comedian mentor, or was it something that where well, you were on your own? Like, can you tell us a little bit about that? When you were going through the transition, did you have like an older comedian giving you some uh, some advice?
1: Yeah. Well, um. And you might know you might know who this is, but um, there was a comedian uh, out of the Bronx. His name was Rich Ramirez, and uh, Rich Ramirez, um. Before I did my first set at Stand Up New York ever, my, I I had never tried comedy before. I did the comedy class at Stand Up New York, mm. and then I did their their graduation show, which you know forty percent of the class didn't even show up for the show. They oh, just got no. too nervous, and it, so it was only about seven of us on the show. We we packed the place out. The night before that show, which was a Thursday, about six o'clock, the night before there was a show in the Bronx, New York, at a place called a Side Street. And, and Rich Ramirez was uh, the host of that show every every once a month on a Wednesday. I went there and I saw Rich Ramirez, Sarah Contreras, mm. Joey Vega, uh, uh, um, Quinones, Herbie, Herbie Quinones, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, I was like, "There's no way that th- I hadn't even started." I said, "There's no way I'ma ever be that fucking funny." This dude, Rich, Rich Ramirez, was the truth, bro. He was so funny. And he passed away, and, and, but I asked him that night, I said, Rich, you know, can I talk to you? I never met him. This dude gave me five minutes of his time after his show, and uh, and I said, I'm doing my first comedy show tomorrow. Is there anything you can tell me? I, I don't know if I'm prepared or not, and he just gave me the best advice, and he kept doing that until he passed away. Like, And this is when I started to work for him, Years, you know, cut two years later, mm-hmm. he's booking me for some shows. And he and I, we just forged a wonderful relationship, but I make no mistake, that was my mentor, um, and I was a student of his, you know? Because he just, the way way he dressed, you never saw him dress like shit when he got on stage. (laughs) He looked good. He looked the part. It's those little things that you take forever. I will never go on stage looking like a fucking bum. It just won't happen. Sometimes I show up to a gig. I'm in Harlem and I just walk in. All right, that's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but if you
3: are,
1: or, or wherever in the Bronx, like, you know yeah. what I mean? But if you book me and I'm working, I look the part. I try my best to, you know, haircut, shave, the whole nine yards. Why? Because that's what Rich did. You know what I mean? He always put his best foot forward. So he, him and Angelo Lozada have mm. been, have been, um, I always say it, you know, Rich, Rich helped me to, to get the guts and, and Angelo made me funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he was course corrector. He was like, well, yo, that joke, that joke you are doing? What, what's that? You know, what are you doing right, with, right. That? Are you like, with that? And I was like, I was like, oh, you mean when, when I got pulled over by the cop, that joke? And he was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing with that joke. <laughs> and then, and then he goes, it's fucking brilliant. Like, it's just brilliant. It's so brilliant. Work on that. Work on that That interaction between you and a cop because it's honest. You know, Latinos deal with cops a certain way. And yeah. and and you know what I mean? And we become even more Latin when they pull us over, you know? And all that, right? We be like, <laughs> <laughs> like Pero, What happened, we? What happened, we? No, 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 no. I'm okay. I don't, you know, so we... <laughs> We come up with these, right? We just get nervous and like something happens, and we don't. I don't even talk like that, but I'm talking like that now. We're gonna scare. Like we just get scared. We get shook, and we do. It. So Angelo, Angelo remains my mentor. You know, I look to him when I'm, I'm getting ready to do this HBO thing, and I'm looking to Angelo to to steer me, to to, you know, to give me the feedback that I need, so that when I get up there, I have, the, I have amazing confidence. But when a dude like Angelo is like giving you the thumbs up about something or what have you. You know, I I wouldn't have the HBO thing without him. I didn't I didn't submit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't even submit. And he goes, "Yo, this thing, uh, you know, July nineteenth is Tuesday. Did you submit?" I said, "Nah, I'm fucking I don't submit shit." Mark Vieira, oh, <laughs> yes, right? Sir. Facts. Cool. No, true story. I'm I'm being honest. Like I was just like fucking Mark. Like i come yeah. on, man. I've been doing this shit forever. And I'm gonna win yeah. a contest. Yeah. He goes, "How do you know how good you are if you don't expose yourself?" to the other comedians that are good now if you're good undeniably you're gonna win and i said okay (laughs) right i go i I know he's talking i'm listening right sometimes you gotta be a good listener i just listen i said okay i got off the phone he sent me the link to to send them my my i sent them a set that was already a few years old but i but i believe in the material right and i sent them that next thing you know they're like you're a finalist on this thing like you're f- fantastic. We loved your comedy. You know, mm-hmm. then I won the shit, <laughs> the whole shit. Woo! Which yes, you know, step two today, yeah. and we're getting ready to tape HBO in in a month. So
3: amazing, awesome, awesome.
1: boom! How about that shit? Can you
4: describe a little bit for, for our <laughs> listeners? Pow, boom, bang, bang. No, I'm just... <laughs> Can you describe a little bit of the grind as a comedian on the come up, like <laughs> as far as like your performing, like your schedule, your your your
1: week? Schedule as
4: a comedian on a come up
1: Um, On the come up You know, you gotta be You have to be obsessed With being on stage Because you're not getting a lot of stage time 15 minutes, maybe 20, maybe And that's that's when people will give you that much But in the very beginning It is a shit show, man I I humbly stood outside of Stand Up New York I stood outside of Gotham I stood outside of the Boston Comedy Club Just to do five minutes, man Mm. Freezing, hot, it didn't matter I was so obsessed with five minutes that I would wait there forever if they told me you're going to go on later. You understand what I mm-hmm. mean? And I had a family at home and I had, you know, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I was hungry. I'd go get a slice right down the street from Boston Comedy Club by NYU. I'd get one of them little, uh, uh, you know, pizzas, eat that shit and go right back to standing outside. And what they, mm. made, what they made us do was give out these little tickets mm. in front of the club and say, hey, we got a show at, at you know, at six 30. Here's a you know, free admission or five dollar admission. And then my tickets have my name on them. So if you gave out Five if five of those people came back, you got five to six minutes. See, I, I
5: used to do that, but like I, there used to be comedians that did that that were very animated, that they would be like, Yo, you like comedy? Come through. Yeah, no, I never did that <laughs> shit. Yeah,
1: I couldn't do that. You're I was really scared. I was, uh, yeah, You're but I was in, me. but you gotta okay, go back with me though. Yeah. I just came out of work. Yeah, I had on fucking Mira, <laughs> <pantalones tupido. laughs> I gap khakis with the bell bottoms, bro. I look horrible. <laughs> A pair with, of not, with, Sorry, no with, with the Durango yes. boots, I fucking. I you still I, got a latex
5: glove from the hospital <laughs> on. That, oh with the, no, with <laughs> the
1: hospital ID, with the long thing. Me a <laughs> that fucking to get in the room. mean <laughs> that shit. Me not being I look with, the, with my my fucking shirt tucked in. Hi, I'm my. I got a show tonight at the Boston Comedy Club. I looked like an idiot but I but I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I stood out there like I said if it was for 5 that 5 minutes meant everything. That's right. what I looked forward to all day. Nothing yeah. like like now. You know, now I tell people the difference between then and now is that I was looking for funny. But when you when you get to a place where you know you have something to say, now the stage is my freedom. Who doesn't want freedom? You understand? So now I would kill for this shit. I would die for this shit. I would I would go to the end of the earth for this shit. You know, because because my freedom is everything. When I'm on stage, I'm at my freest moment of the day. Mm. So when I'm driving to a show, I'm thinking about the freedom. When I get to the club, I'm like, oh my god, that that moment that I get to breathe out all this shit. You know, so it's that's the difference. Before I I, w- I used to wait outside for five minutes. I had no idea what the fuck I was gonna do. I used to be like, yo, should I do the joke about um <laughs> uh, but the handicapped guy uh, and shit. Uh, <laughs> I used to have the stupidest jokes. I had a DJ called DJ, ha- uh, a joke about a DJ that I saw at a club that was handicapped. And it was horrible. <laughs> oh my, the premise is bad, yo. I was, and I used to be, I used to live by that shit. Oh I used God. to swear. Now I see comics doing handicapped jokes and I'm like, yo, well, that's fucked up, bro. You know what I mean? Like, But I did, I wrote it. I'm like, yeah, but I wrote that shit yeah, 18 yeah. years ago when I was <laughs> You would have been canceled. Yeah, right? I would have yeah. been, forget it. Now yeah. I would have been in fucking Facebook jail. <laughs>
3: But speaking about your <laughs> jokes, could you could you tell us your secrets? Like, what is your Ooh. joke writing process?
1: Um, now it's anything that pretty much pisses me off, um, motivates me, um, aggravates me, makes me sad, goes on stage. Ooh. It's immediate because I because I already know that the gift of funny is there. I know that I'll find the funny. But if I don't go through something and then go on stage and talk about it, I'll never find what makes it work with when it comes to stand up. Like stand up is that way. I don't I don't sit down. I was just telling this to um, um, April Hernandez. I met her. I met her for the first time. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, April Lee Hernandez. I just met her. She asked me that same thing. And I said, I don't sit down and try to find funny shit to write. You know, like I said, getting pulled over, you know, some shit that that startles you, scares you, infuriates you. When you go on stage and start breathing that shit out, people cry because they 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 know that frustration and you bond, you bond through that frustration. You, You bond through that struggle, you know. So when I first started comedy, I used to take the train everywhere. I was a train, you know, a six train, I lived on Castle Hill, and, I, and I, I used to go, the second I got to the comedy the first thing I used to talk about was, yo, this fucking trained, <laughs> Like, yo, come on, man, like, an empty train, and the dude, and I'm sitting in the map seat, and this motherfucker's all in my face <laughs> on the map. I'm like, you calculating your shit now, Pops? Like, I'm sitting right here. I'm just trying to take take a nap. You open your eyes and this motherfucker looking straight at you. He's pointing at different stops. Yo, I'm going to stop at Freeman Street. Then I'm going to go to fucking... I'm like, yo, Papo, get out of my face, bro. So... You know, the again, yo, the map seat's the worst. That shit is New York City hell right there. Yo, so taking the train is bad enough. But then you get the fucking seat, and it's the map seat.
0: You like that, look.
1: You feel like, you feel like a hostage, you, know? you feel like helping people. Yo, where you want to go? Come on, Yo te enseño. Yo te enseño, mira. No, take the four. No, this one's local. Take the four. Oh, my go
6: God.
1: You feel me? Like... So that was my reality. My reality was my reality was that I didn't know what to talk about. So I just talked about what, what whatever was in, was, and I didn't know how to write that. But now, now I know how to how to write it, like uh, how to jot it down. Almost I go like later a science on. I, to it. There's a little bit of a science for me because again, if you and I have an argument, mm. this shit could be the worst. Mm. When I get on stage, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm gonna talk about you. And, uh, and that argument be like that's gonna be that's gonna be it. Like cause I have to. I ha- you understand? Like, wait I a have second.
3: To. Your wife is a bodybuilder, right?
1: Ooh, do you wow, ever yeah. fun fact Do you wow, ever geez, <laughs> that's so good work.
3: Like, wait, I
1: get home and she's like, come here, I want you to touch <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> touch me. <laughs> Look, my daughter's getting stronger. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh my Look at it! It grew since yesterday. Mira, that shit, Mira is pumped. What? I want you. Okay. <laughs> <I can't even. laughs> You're pumping me, daughter. I, I, like it. I'm sorry. Oh, that was.
3: You cheeks. know what?
1: Let's just let delete that. That's not right. That's not what happened.
3: My cheeks. <laughs> but what? What does happen? Like, you. Oh, no. Do you.?
1: Oh, no, trust so they can talk Spanish. <laughs> Mira, ven acá, touch it. Tócame el toto. Ahora. Hey. I'm sorry. It's so <laughs> funny. Ay, that's so stupid. I apologize. All right. Oh,
3: my God. What was the question? Uh, how do we recover from How that?
1: do we do it? What was the question? I'm serious again. I'm serious. Again. No. It, yeah. Are we okay? No, all the jokes, all the see all my jokes now come from they don't come from the lab, they come from my world, you know. So everything is you know, everything is open to me. I don't that's the beauty to, for me with, with stand up. Everything's open, available, you know. So if we we're pissed off, if we're mad, if we're I mean, stuff that's funny I will do, but it's, it's not funny when it happens. It's funny when I deliver it, which is real uh, the difference, you know.
3: Do you find that, I'm sorry, I'm on a roll, because I'm into your relationship now. And and if I'm asking too much, we can deliver I will cut your shit off. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Do you find sometimes that comedy eases situations, you know? Like, do you infuse your comedy into, I don't want to call it arguing, but like any disagreements that you get into. And I'm asking this to see if it's the norm, because I use it as a tactic at home. And I wanted to know as a man and as... As a comedian, do you use it strategically at home?
1: Um, not really, not really. So you're probably doing it wrong.
3: Okay. Um,
1: so you're, I, you know, just like that, scratch. I, I, I don't, I don't think your relationship's gonna work out. But if well, you, no, hold on, you on a second, say I'm, that. I'm, 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 <laughs> No, listen. <laughs> I, I'm, and listen, as <laughs> <It's> Mark, <laughs> you, we'll, we'll talk off well, online. listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm alone. No, what what, island? No, but I. I, What I I will support you is that the way you internalize things, the way I internalize things is through humor. So again, if you piss me off and I find something funny in the fact that you piss me off, I'm gonna do it right then and there. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, you fucking yo, you said," (laughs) you know what I mean? And I'm gonna come back with it as a comedian because I, I can't. I don't have an off switch in real life, and there, you know, I'm. It doesn't matter where. I'm at a kid's, my, my kid's graduation or whatever, and I'm fucking making fun of people. That's just, yeah, that's kind of, you know what I mean? My this eyes are open. On. Don't t- I can't I You can't tell me what to see and how to see it. Mm. It's how my brain does shit with it. So I don't know how to be serious. I'm at a funeral. P- yo, funerals are my, f- yo, what? my what favorite. Don't even yeah. Yo, funerals funeral are set? my favorite place. <laughs> To act a fool. Because, oh because no, like you said, the healing process. True. Is, yeah,
5: it's an a open casket, not an open mic, all right?
1: Oh yo, pero... Este tiene rules. Who said? Who said so? I'm like, yo, if my uncle died and he used to laugh when he was alive, he going to be laughing? If he was here, he'd be like, yo, that funny, bro. I, I know I died yesterday, pero yo...
5: The they are <laughs> funny. Have family members should hire you for eulogies.
1: Exactly. Like, oh my God. Yo, I'm guess. well written and I'm well spoken, <laughs> but no. I just I'm gonna be funny. I'm gonna be like, yo. There's
3: a whole business right there. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's somebody writing Hallmark cards that are, right? Yo,
4: there's Absolutely. a job for this shit.
5: Man. Heard you died. <laughs> <laughs> So
4: let's <laughs> so let's talk about the future. The
1: future, Ooh. the future. You're gonna yes, so. be recording yes, a special, so. a special for HBO Latino. Yes. and HBO. Yes. 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 yes.
3: yes.
4: yes. And so, what type of message? Like, what type of theme? What,
1: what is going through your mind right now, preparing for this special? Um, I want to be honest, and I want to be Mark Vieira. I want to be myself. I don't wanna, I don't wanna put something out there that ten years from now. People to be like that shit. I did a Showtime special, an hour long uh, Showtime special that people are still reciting today. That's the conflate joke. My grandma mm-hmm. out the window in the Bronx yelling shit out. That's a joke that because I don't, I don't date myself by saying yo and you know in the year 2019. You know, <laughs> I just do whatever's funny, and these yeah. things have been lasting so. If that's how I'm going to roll, then this will be no different. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that 10, 15, 20 years from now, this shit comes on HBO. People will be like, yo, that shit is hilarious today. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know kind of what I want to do. But I just don't I just don't have it sealed yet. You know, mm-hmm. it's still, a, uh, uh, I call it like a living, breathing thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'll perfect it. And as I get closer to the, the day of the show, I'll keep doing that set, you know, maybe 10, 15 times, 20 times right before I, I'm gonna deliver it. You know what I mean? Okay. Last question. Last question. Social media. Social Instagram. media. Instagram. I know I'm not on any of them no more. Okay. That's it. So if they want to oh. find me, they gotta, they gotta send me um a letter. I'm gonna give them my address. <laughs> P.O. box. I'm going old school. I'm going back. P.O. box. <laughs> P.O. box. I'm going back. No. F- <laughs> fuck social media, yo. So me I'm dead in trouble. Yeah. Uh,
3: but how the hipsters you... are gonna be into yo, it. No, what
1: no. I'm gonna tell you
4: right now: How Go do you ahead. balance it? Because you know, like it's a two parter. Like, okay, how do you balance it? And what is the advice for these upcoming comedians that are were birthed into social
1: media and they're trying to create material, but it's so distracting? Yo, they they they're different than me because they operate thinking like they're on social media, where I have to I have to think, do social I, every day. I'm like, yo, Mark. Post something today, yeah. like that's a that's a real fucking thought. I don't wake yeah. up going yo, and I and I turn on Snapchat and be like yo, I just woke up right now, um yo, I'm gonna go brush my teeth and then I come out the bathroom and go yo, what's up, party people? My fucking teeth, look at my shit and ready for. That's not me. I'm from fu- am from a different time. Be yeah. like so every day. I gotta go Mark Vieira, post on shit. um uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you know and then, yo bro. I, so I say if mm. you're just starting comedy, know that social media is you. You know, it's gonna help you um, it, with your career. It's gonna help you push your product. Think of yourself as a product that you have to um, literally get behind yourself and fucking push that shit through any anything that people will watch you on. You have, I, I say now, you have your own TV channel. Put stuff on it mm. that people want to see. You know, so I stay I stay true to that, and my social media is alive. It's Mark Vieira comedy on everything. So Mark, R K V I E R A comedy. On every platform. Mm -hmm. Yo, my website, MarkViera.com. And my YouTube. I got YouTube right now, too. (laughs) So people can follow me. YouTube, backslash MarkViera. And subscribe. Hit the little bell. Bing, bing.
3: And you'll be able to catch him on... HBO! What? what? HBO
1: Latino, baby. It's not TV, it's HBO. That's right.
3: Latino. And I, got a,
1: and I got a fight in December. They got I'm on HBO Boxing. No, I'm just. <laughs> I was like, what are you training for? Canelo, what? You're fighting Canelo. I'm fighting Canelo's Canelo. little brother, Manelo. Yes. <laughs> he don't really. Manelo. How about that? Manelo. Ay, Manelo Alvarez.
3: You guys, please put your hands together one yeah. time for Mark Pierre!
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Guys, it's time for the Keloque segment brought to you by Fuchila Fresheners. If you wanna get fresh, get Fuchila Fresh. Go to Fuchila Fresheners. Every week I'm gonna try something new. (laughs) I was gonna try. I
5: felt that. I felt that. You felt it? Yeah, yeah. Go
3: to FuchilaFresheners.com, use L O L 10 as a discount code. And check out what they got. They got the Walter Mercado air fresheners, the Platano elf air, flip, mm-hmm. not elf freshener. Elf, air f-
5: well, for Christmas, they'll probably have an elf freshener. An elf air
1: freshener. Yeah, that's
3: oh, Fuchila. You're welcome, Ruben. <laughs> um, so go to FuchilaFresheners.com. That's F U C H I L A Fresheners.com. Now, Mark Vieira, que lo que?
1: Made out. See me, follow me and on the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Mark Vieira comedy. Um, I have a big show October 5th, Bronx, New York, Lehman College, Lovinger Theater. Me, Eric Nieves, uh, Imagine, and a whole other crew wow. of comedians. This shit is going to be off the hook. Um, my website, most important, markvieira.com. I have Mark Vieira apparel logo tees. You know, if you want to get cock diesel, get one of my cock diesel tees. Oh, shit. Um, and yo, my YouTube, Mark Vieira.com. Uh, YouTube backslash Mark Vieira Follow my shit, yo
3: Thank you, Mark Vieira Okay, my turn Like always, we gotta shout out Hierro.com That's double L-E-R-O dot com The lifestyle news platform for Latino men Everyone knows college is expensive And debt is a problem So this week, they are shining a light On La Unidad Latina Foundation A nonprofit that in 20 years Has helped hundreds of students pay for college Check out Hierro.com for the whole story I already talked about my show earlier, but I'll talk about it again. The Hilarious Show. Tickets are on sale. We are going to be at the Triad Theater, October 12th. Two shows, people, 9 p.m. and 10.30. We're turning the dial up on the lateness, and you know what that means. The raunchiness will be dialing up as well. So come to our show, 9 p.m., 10.30, thehilariousshow.eventbrite.com. And uh, I also want to just give a quick happy birthday shout out to Theo Louie who is turning a big number um, meaning uh, big in uh, uh, can't fix that. Sorry mm-hmm. Theo Louie. I mean look you look great. Happy birthday to you. We love you. Next.
4: As usual, shout outs to our marketing partners and sponsors to Uptown Collective Uptopcollective.com. Check them out if you want to know what the stuff that's going on in Washington Heights, the Bronx and Uptown. And obviously, Corriente Latina, which if you guys want to know what's going on in the biz and some movie giveaways, go to CorrienteLatina.com. I have some special shout outs. I'm going to give a shout out to Jarrell Jerome, who won an Emmy for Best Actor in a limited series. I feel
3: like like
4: every single Dominican cried in that speech. We felt that specifically for Dominicans that live in Washington Heights and the Bronx. So shout outs to them. And um, I want to give a shout-out to Oz Rodriguez because he has a show that he directed the he directed the actual uh, pilot, which was called Sunnyside. It's going to come out this Thursday by Cal Penn, September 26th at 9.30. And he just won an Emmy, too. A creative arts Emmy. Emmy. Go Oz. And then shout-outs to me for being me. You can catch me on the <laughs> social medias at Juan Bago. I have a special project coming out, but... You'll probably find
5: out in a couple of weeks. Cool. Oh, wow. I forgot to
3: say my social handle. Is it too late? Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay.
5: Aloka. Um, yeah, Rachel La
3: Loca.
5: Yeah, I'll add it to the end of mine. I'll add it to the end of mine. Rachel Loca. T- bring the funny uh, alumni, uh, Room 28 sketch comedy group. Right. Uh, that me and Rachel are in. We're actually performing again, y'all. Yay! People in español. They're doing a festival, and mm. Room Twenty Eight will be performing. It's in the Armory Track in Washington Heights, NYC, where we're performing. Um, where Somos Health, uh, which we just did some web series episodes for, we're, we're performing for them, um, and yeah, we're gonna be performing both days, Saturday and Sunday. Time to be announced. And it should be fun. We haven't performed live in a while, and it's um it's gonna be great. So definitely stop by. More information on our website, Room Twenty Eight. comedy Jamie. Are you
4: gonna run like some you know laps since it's the the armory is where the, the they do the track <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, usually do, I usually do. I usually do run laps before I go on stage. It, okay. it kind of it's perfect. Uh, it calms my nerves. Yeah.
5: So uh, Jay Ferns at Instagram, by the way. All
4: right. So before we end the show, we promised our listeners and the people on social media that we were gonna announce the winner. To the Angie Cruz Dominicana book, Ooh, which was signed. Autographed
3: copy, y'all. And
4: I think it's time to make the announcement. And we have Genesis, our intern, who's going to announce the winner.
3: Yay. Yay. All right. Yay. Que lo que Yay. It's your girl, Jenny Jen, live from the LOL podcast, announcing the winner, Lenny underscore Mata. For winning Dominicana by Angie Cruz. We will DM you via Instagram, so A'ight. pay attention to those DMs. All right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Well, we're coming to the close of the episode number 118. I wanted to say it's been very nice to have been reunited with my brethren.
6: A'ight.
3: My brothers, my hermanos. It feels great, and no one's looking at me and agreeing, so I guess I'm alone here.
5: <laughs> yes,
4: I agree. Oh, my God, yes.
3: Yes what? Were you even listening I agree to with what you. I was saying?
4: Uh, We're reunited. Peace yeah. out. That was so good. good.
3: Okay, it's great to be back, you guys. Um, everyone who has left us a review, thank you to you. Everyone who has not, let's talk. Okay, <laughs> Listen. It's not, I know it sounds like a lot. It does. When people ask me to do stuff, I'm like, all right, what does it entail? This does not entail much. Go to iTunes, Spotify, leave us a review, subscribe, follow. And while you're doing that, head over to Instagram and follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud because we have a lot to say. And so it goes beyond the podcast airwaves. Check us out. And our website, we are Latinos Out Loud. And finally, I swear, last piece of communication. We have a newsletter. So mm. go to the website and you will see how to sign up for the newsletter. We have some big fucking announcements coming up. Wow. Big. Mm. And I swear to God, mm. we are gonna announce it through these methods of communication before we announce it on the podcast. So be the first to listen and check it out. Thank you to everyone. On that note, we out mm. it's the Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Oye mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando.
6: Tremenda vaina. <risa>